Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. This is Heavenly. I just wanted to come up here as the Lord sent me here to check in with everyone, see how everybody is doing in the midst of your day. It is 4.50 p.m. on this beautiful Thursday. And God said he is so good all the time, right? Yes, because his word tells us that he says he's good all the time and all the time. God is good. So I just wanted to reach out and come up here and pray for all of you that are listening, those who will be listening. I just wanted to say a prayer to get you motivated through your day, not to give up on your faith, not to give up on the Lord. God has a blessing for you. This storm shall pass like anything else in our lives. We are in the presence of the Lord at all times, even when we are not connecting to God or we feel disconnected. God's presence is always with us. So I just want to say a prayer to reach you and to bless you in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you right now for this blessed afternoon, Lord. I thank you in Jesus' name for every heart and soul who's listening right now, Father God. Have your way in our lives and our circumstances, Father God. Lord, we need your healing in our mind. Things have been very overwhelming, Father God, and we just need your touch, Lord. We need a refreshing, Father God, going through such a hard time. We ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you give us the comfort that we need as we are dealing with the day as it unfolds each and every day on us, Father God. We know, Father God, that you have a plan and that you are in control. And I just ask right now, Lord, that those hearts out there that are troubled, I ask that you ease their pain, Father God, that you give them something they can look forward to, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let your light shine so bright that even in the darkest hours that the world is facing right now, we can still sense your presence and your light. I thank you for your everlasting love. I thank you for your new mercy. I thank you, Father God, for the power of your grace that is over our lives. Lord, we are happy to know that We have a Lord and Savior in you. Father, you are a heavenly Father, and you sit on the throne looking down and over the world, Father God. So we know, Father God, that you're able to do all things, for you hold the power, Father God. You are the anointing power for Almighty God. And Lord, we will continue, if not now, we will continue to learn how to put our trust in you, Father God. I trust you with every word that you have spoken to the hearts of your peoples, your loved ones. I thank you, Father, for your uplifting touch right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, my sisters and brothers, I welcome you today. This is a blessed day in Jesus' name because we still are here. If you're listening, that means you're still breathing on God's good air and that you're still living life. So I wanted to come in and I've been in prayer through the day. I've been studying the word and God said, you know what? Let's go up there and check in together because everything I do is with the Lord. And when God say move, I move. So I'm thankful and blessed to be here with you all that is listening, that is tuning in whenever you come in. I thank God for your heart, your soul. I thank God for your presence. I thank God for you your soul because you are blessed in Jesus name and I know that when we are in Christ we are blessed and those who are on that path in that direction of building a relationship with the Lord you are blessed
us to even get on that journey. We may not never get where we want to be, but I thank God for where we are at. It might not be the greatest space you're in, but it's not the worst space you were in. Sometimes the spaces that we used to be in our life and the places we used to really be in our lives and live in our lives was horrible. When we look back and reflect back, we're doing much better than then. We got a lot more to do. That's why God always has a work in us to be done. So I just wanted to come up here and, you know, me and God was talking and he was just saying, come up there and share different passages of some of the things that I speak on and some of the things that is to come. And so I know when we are making changes in our lives, discomforting does come with that. And so many things I want to share right now in the midst of this hour. Of course, I'm led by the Lord's Spirit in doing everything that I do up here, y'all. So I just want you to understand I'm not up here. For me, I'm up here for us in Jesus' name. I'm doing it for the Lord. That means I'm up here on the the Lord's behalf for us, our souls, myself, you, because I always need the word of God in me. So this is all about the Lord. Remember, this is all about God and never about us. But I thank God that he sees us so special that he makes us a part of a family. And I am your sister, Heavenly in Christ, and you are my brother, and you are my sister in Christ. You are kings, you are queens. If you feel like you're a princess or a goddess or a prince, we are everything that God said we can be. So I wanted to share the first passage speaks on discomfort of changes. Um, changes. So I'm going to read some things to give you some great influence in Christ. So that way you can meditate through the day. Because sometimes this part of the evening, it can be depressing for some people. The day is just slow. It seems like it's just so slow with being quarantined in the house. We need somewhere where we can reach out and somewhere we can just go to where people can get what we're saying, where somebody can understand what you're dealing with. Even though I don't have to know you, but see, the Lord knows us all one by one. So God knows exactly what you need. He knows the word that you need. And so God prepares the voice to speak the word into the atmosphere. And feel free if you have any testimony, if you want to speak on something or you want me to speak on something, you want God to bring it to light, please be please leave a message in the message box it should say it if you have anchors app you'll be able to do it so much more than just spotify spotify just allows you to listen but if you download the anchors app you will see the platform it will basically tell you and show you what to do and how to do it so um yes please because any topic Any testimony, any story can be a light on many souls up here, including myself. I'm open for leadership. Leadership is when you allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. It makes you in great leadership. You are are leading things into the Father's hand. You are leading his souls right to him. So it's a blessing and it's such a joy and a peace and an excitement for me to lead souls into the hands of God because I can't do nothing for you but pray. I can only encourage you, inspire you as as God would have me to do. And anything that God has us to do, 
remember it's gonna always bring him the glory he's gonna get all his glory out of it so um the first passage i'm not gonna share too many passages but the first passage i wanted to share is basically talking about the discomfort the discomfort of change okay and if you want to read and i'm going to give you a scripture and if you want to follow up more on about discomfort of change and how um joseph a situation had made him discomfort but it was also changing his life so you can look it up in genesis chapter 37 and verse 23 which i'm going to read here but me i like to go through the whole chapter to get the understanding of what led to that particular scripture so again i'm about to first read you the scripture that will talk about it in scripture the discomfort of change and then i'm going to read you the passage okay so in genesis chapter 37 verse 23 says so when joseph came to his brothers they stripped him of his robe, the richly ornamented robe he was wearing. So to continue to get more understanding, you have to be able to go to um, you have to go to Genesis chapter 37. Okay, now I'm gonna read the passage. And then after the passage, guess what? There's a question that you can ponder with God and you can write it in a note. You can take notes on these episodes because you can ask God some really good stuff about your life and you know, and this is why I love this particular thing um, when you there's a question after the passage. So I'm going to do my best to, to answer it because a lot of time I write a lot of notes. So um, it says, life experience teaches us that before we can move to the next level, we must be stripped of something. New wine can't be contained in old wineskin. It will burst. Even that which is seemingly comfortable as to be stripped away if it isn't conductive to where we're going. And sometimes the things we cling to get in the way of what we truly want. I always ask singles who express the desire to be married, if they're really ready for marriage, sad but true, many have gotten quiet, comfortable in the lives they lead, not realizing they become self-oriented. In almost every case where change is involved, God allows discomfort to move us from where we, where we presently are to where he wants to take us. Sometimes the changes seem cruel and jolting to us, but the results are what matters. God's plans for us are always greater and better than where we presently live and what we are experiencing. It is important to not dwell on the messenger or the offense or the one who initiates the change that we might not be welcome at, at the present time. They are more they are mere instruments to the design and the design of where God is taking us. In many cases, the people who are closest to us seems to cause us the most hurt, which creates a motivation for change. But God remains faithful in spite of the humanity of those around us. With this knowledge, we have a choice. We can cling to what will have to go anyway or joyfully surrender it and move on. Here's to onward and upward. 
What things, habits, or mindsets are you clinging to that might be delayed, that might be delaying in a blessing from God? I read it again. It says, What things, habits, or mindsets are you clinging to that might be delaying a blessing from God? So we got to think, what are we clinging to that's going to interrupt our walk with God? What habits, what are our mindsets? Okay, for example, sometimes my mindset, it thinks crazy out of the box. And so sometimes I have to say, Lord, help me with my thought life process. Help me with my mindset to not have my mind all over the place. So that's something that I know that can keep me from my blessings with God. And I don't want that. So a lot of things that I was clinging on to a lot, I have let those things go. It's a lot of things I have really gotten rid of. So habits, you know, my smoking habit is going on two years now that I've been delivered and free from cigarettes. And I had to surrender that to God because, like he said, it said, isn't it good to surrender it and move on versus when you have to go anyway? It has to go anyway. It had to go. So I had no choice but to surrender it to the Lord because it was it was crippling me to the point it was crippling me to the point that it was starting to affect me in a worse way. And I didn't want it to get worse. So it was something that had to leave my life anyway. So there you have it. I gave you something that I was clinging on to and it was interfering with my voice, my vocal cords. They were sounding terrible. I was feeling like my vocal cords were always sounding scratchy. So ever since I let that go. It's so many more things that I have to work on to let go. But I'm so thankful to God for the things I've already reached and let go and surrendered to him. So you have to ask yourself as well, what are some of the things that you are clinging on when you know they're going to have to leave anyway in doing this walk with Christ? Feel free to share or just ponder it with the Lord and see what God shows you. And be real with God. Don't try to say, well, I don't know, Lord, why I keep doing it. No, you're doing it because it's either a habit, a desire, a lust. You enjoy it or you don't. But be real with God. And that's a good thing. We can be so real with God. And so um, another one I wanted to share. And after that, I want it, it says something that we can ask God in such a short passage. After that passage and that question It says, Dear Heavenly Father, help me let go of everything that hinders me from receiving what you have for me. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, you could just pray shortly to God. And they can be long prayer, short prayer. But yes, we need God to help us to be able to let things go that will hinder our walk with him. He's not going to make us, but we need some things to leave our lives. Because if they do not leave our lives, they will hinder our walk. And we don't need no hindrance in our walk. we already been hindering in the world long enough. So now with our walk with Christ, we want to be able to um, be free. We want to be able to be free. So I'm going to read you um, another one, okay? This one is called The Source of Fulfillment. And a scripture that's coming from Psalms chapter 145, verse 16. Now, as I speak on how you can continue the whole chapter, or you can just go and, you know, just read the verse. If you want to go back to it later and just read the whole chapter to see what led to this and want to get a full understanding, 
you know, like I do, I read the chapter. It says, you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. And this is talking about, this passage is going to be talking about the source of fulfillment. That was a scripture that would talk about the source of fulfillment in scripture. It says, what an awesome principle. When God opens his hand and shares what he holds, we will be satisfied. Most of us look for love and fulfillment in the wrong places. We search for satisfaction in the hands of people who are not equipped to satisfy our deepest longings. We drink from their hands and come up wanting. Could this be why discontentment is so rampant? But God has living water that he gives to all who come to him thirsty and ask for refreshment. He has a perpetual spring that fills and refreshes according to our needs. He is the only one who knows us and understands our needs and desires. He alone knows how to satisfy us to our very core. At times, we can't even express exactly what we need to make life worthwhile. And how much harder it would be to explain to someone else who is as limited by their humanity as we are. But God is aware of every detail and able to fill the empty spaces within us with himself. He is everything we desire. When we open our hearts, he opened his hands. Okay, question y'all. What is your deepest desire? Why not go to God today and ask him to fill your need? Okay, so I'm going to answer that question openly. My deepest desire is to be exactly what God called me to be. My deepest desire is always to please God. I know it asks one question or two, but I answer it. have so many different things. My deepest desire is always to please God and that God be pleased with my life. So you got to ponder on that. That's something that you can ponder on with the Lord. It's something you can bring up here to share with your sisters and your brothers in Christ. Or it's just something to meditate on. And it says, Dear Heavenly Father, fill the places in me that no one else can fill. In Jesus' name, amen. So you have to understand, God is the only person that can fulfill our every need. And that's so true. We look for people to fulfill us and we get disappointed. And clearly, it says in this passage that, listen... God is the only one that can fulfill every part of our life, which is true. When you're filled up with the word of God and you fill up with God's spirit, you're not hungry, you're not thirsting, you're not wanting for anything because he fulfills you with everything you need and all that you want. So when God fulfills your life with everything you need, it becomes everything you want in Christ. You want all you can get in Christ. So you're happy. You're happy in Jesus. You're happy in the Lord. His presence at all times. You're waking up praying with so much joy. Even when you're sad, you're weeping and praying, thanking God in spite of how you feel. He is your strength. He is your food. He is your guidance. He is your rock. He is your healer. He is so much to us all. We have to allow him to be what he say he can be in our lives. So the final passage I'm going to go through is talking about where do you place your trust? Hmm. I know I place my trust in the wrong place at times and 
it failed me. So I first know when you don't trust God, life will fail you. But when you put your whole trust in the Lord's hand, you will never go wrong. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to disbelieve it. You know with no doubt in your heart and soul and mind, no matter what no one says, God is going to do what he say do because I trust him. I trust God with my soul. Yes, I do. Okay, so it talks about that in Psalms chapter 146, verse 3 is what I'm about to read. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortal men who cannot save. I read it again. Do not put your trust in princes and mortal men who cannot save. I mean, do not put your trust in women or men. They cannot save you. It's good to know that through Christ, he allows us good bonds that we can put trust in situations and people. So, with that being said, um, I'm going to read the passage and say the prayer, the question, and the prayer before we close out. Okay, it says, and you can read that whole chapter, Psalms 146, to get more understanding about where do you put your trust, where do you place your trust, and it says, so much for fantasies of knights on white horses and princes coming to carry us away. Men are just men. They're locked in the limitations of their humanity, like we are. Though it may not be their intention, they will fill us time after time. And God allows them to because he wants us to acknowledge that he alone is God. He would not let anyone else be out all in all. He would not share his glory with another being. In guarding our hearts, we must be careful not to make mere men gods or make marriage an idol. This is a setup for major disappointment. Our trust rests in God alone. He is the only perfect one, the one, the only one true creator of the universe. Wait, the only one true to his word, fulfilling his every promise. And of course, the only one true creator to the universe. He is um, is omniscient, omnipotent, creator of the universe. I'll say it again. He is omniscient, omnipotent, creator of the universe. He is in control at all times. Slow to anger, patient and true, ever faithful. He can deliver our souls from hell, literally, and figure, figure. <laughs> he can li- he can deliver our souls from hell, literally, and figure really, um, uh, figure. Re- how I say that word? Well, I'm gonna just say figure relatively. Yeah, figure relatively. He can deliver our souls from hell, literally, and figure relatively. No man can live up to him, not one. Okay, question y'all. Have you placed your trust in a mortal? Were your expectation realistic? What did you learn from the experience? Okay, I have put my trust in man before. And my expectation was not realistic. And um, what I learned is that I can only trust my Heavenly Father. Because I learned through my experience and what I did. I went about it the wrong way, and that's why my expectations was not real. They was more than 
more than just, you know, at the top of my head. And I learned a great deal out of that experience. So you have to ask yourself with God, what have you placed your trust in in the past, in the mortal? And what were your expectations realistic or were they real? What did you learn from the experience? Please, if you want to share again, feel free to share. And it says, Dear Heavenly Father, you are the only one I can truly trust. Thank you for being faithful in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, we'll learn it along the way. If you have not learned it yet, you will learn. In this walk, you'll realize God is the only person I can trust. People, places will betray you. So you will learn how to be guarded in Christ and not be fooled by the world and the lies and the deceits and the deceptions and all of those things that is out there. Those are different types of spirits that we don't need to receive. So we know walking in Christ, Christ is going to be truthful with us. He's going to be faithful with us. And he's going to always walk with us. And his word do not lie. So I just want to thank you all, my sisters and brothers in Christ, for embracing the Lord together. We needed this today. We needed this, you know, everything we can get in Christ, we need it all the time in our journey. However God gives us to us, morning, day, night, we will receive it at all times. And I am so blessed to have been up here with you guys. It's a warm and welcoming feeling of love to know that I am in tune with listeners who have compassion in their hearts and listeners who are receiving Christ in their souls. And I thank God for your prayers because I know in Jesus' name that you guys as well, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, are praying. You also are praying for one another and you're praying for me. I can feel it in my spirit. I don't have to know you by name. It's fine because like I said, this is about the Lord. God, as long as God is getting the glory out of this, that's all that matters. God is in control. He knows what he's doing with every heart up here. He just sometimes needs us to be the seed planter. He just will use us to plant the seeds and he'll take it from there. We don't need to know how, what, and when. We know God is doing what he said he's going to do. So I'm going to do a prayer as we close out. I am not ready to go. But, you know, um, I also have some things that I have to do in my day as well. But the best thing for me is to come up here and praise the Lord together in a day with my sisters and my brothers in Christ. I love you in Christ. I genuinely thank God for your hearts and your soul. You are a blessed child of God. We are blessed children of God. You have a beautiful spirit. Do not let no one tell you differently. Don't let no one dictate your life when God already told you and show you things about your life. So remember that God holds the key to your life, not people, but the Lord. God bless you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So we're going to do this prayer as closing out. But before I go into prayer, again, I ask for anyone God asks for anyone that is willing to make themselves available for his kingdom impact, to impact God's kingdom. Please allow the Lord to use you. He's calling on you. You have a voice. You have what it takes in Christ because we don't have to be a certain way. God just needs a willing heart. That's all. A willing heart who desire to do what he say do. If you are willing to commit your life, if you're willing to do what God say do and not what you want to do, 
everything. You qualify. We are all qualified in Christ. That is the beautiful thing about being in Christ. Because God sees us to be gifted. He gifted us with a gift, every one of his children. He gifted us with something unique and special. And he would love for that to come out. He would love to use that uniqueness that he had that he has created in us to be so just remember as you're meditating to ponder on that it has been such a joy and a blessing i had so much fun being up here sharing the good news and the gospel of jesus christ just embracing the lord with true love and i'm so happy this is my favorite thing to do is pray talk to the lord spend time with god spend time with other that 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 loves God as well who's learning to love to love Christ and you know I need all the prayer I can get y'all so I'm going to continue through my day to meditate and pray everything I encourage you and urge you to do just know in Jesus name I'm doing the same exact thing I would not tell you something I'm not already doing. And let me tell you something, every day my life is changing. It don't matter what's happening in the world. My faith and my trust lies in the hands of the Lord. And I'm safe, I'm at peace, and I'm full of the Lord's joy. And you can also be in that peace and that joy in the presence of the Lord at all times, regardless of what's happening around you. So... Father God, we thank you right now in Jesus' name for your everlasting word, for your ever-loving word, Father God. We thank you in Jesus' name for just building us up with some inspiration and inspiring us through your word, Father God. I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that everything that you spoke into the atmosphere to you, your peoples, your loved ones, we are your loved ones, we are your peoples, Father God, that we just meditate and that we sit back and enjoy the fullness of what you have just given us, Lord. I ask right now, Lord, that you continue on with us in our day. Continue to cover us in your blood, Father God. Continue to let us reach out to you, Father God, that you will allow us to reach out to one another, Lord. I thank you for the things and the life-changing experiences, Lord, that we are having in our lives today. Because, Lord, I know nothing but good can come out of these situations. What looks ugly, what looks so painful, what is painful, Father God, you have a way of still giving us joy. So I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that these situations that's happening around the world, things that has happened in our life, does not detour us away from you, Father God. But, Lord, let it keep us in good strength, your strength, Father God. And I ask that right now, Lord, that you lay your hands on us right now in the name of Jesus. Touch touch the top of our head to the sole of our feet with your anointing, powerful hands, Father God. Lord, we are mighty in you, Father God. We are victorious in you, Jesus. And I bless your holy name with all that is in me, Father God. I give you the highest praise in me, Jesus. And I thank you, Father God. Continue, Lord, to keep your encamped angels around our doors, around our homes. And Father God, let us continue to just listen in quietness. In Jesus' mighty name, touch everyone's family, close relatives, friends, and loved ones, neighbors, and let them continue to have hope and faith in such a dark place. In Jesus' name, let your light shine so bright that we barely can recognize the dark. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah.
Glory be to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So you guys continue the evening into the night, which is to come. Being blessed, encouraged. Remember to encourage someone as God is as God is encouraging us. He expects us to encourage someone else as well. I love you in Christ Jesus. Stay well, stay safe, and have a blessed, blessed day. The rest of your blessed day. God bless you all. Again, this is Heavenly.